welcome to Josie's Bar Podcast. We're a bar, we're a podcast. We review uh, issues of the comic Daredevil, starting from the beginning in 1964 and ending who knows when. If they keep writing, then we'll be podcasting forever. We'll be podcasting from the grave. We will. Yes, our spooky ghosts will. <laughs> I'm Claire, <laughs> and that was Vix that you heard, uh, my co-host. And Hello. we have a returning special guest, uh, friend of the show. It's Brad. Woo! Hey. Hi. Hi, Brad. Yeah. Hi, yeah. This episode, this issue was the one that I think when we were conceiving of this podcast, I don't know why, but I was like, I want Brad to be on an an issue that Um. features Doctor Doom. And I don't know why. (laughs) Oh, because he's my close personal friend. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) you just call him DD for short. Yeah. Um. Listen, I, I listen. I, I can I can go into it, but I I am quite close personal friends with uh, Doctor Doom. We had uh, quite a moment together. <coughs> well, I mean, you have to tell us about that. But also, I seem to remember that you weren't allowed on his ride when we went to Islands of Adventure, Brad. So um, I don't know how close personal friends you are. <laughs> listen, that was that shifty ride attendant that did not want to do his job, and so, he he. So okay. <laughs> So we go on the Doctor Doom ride that I've been on a billion times. The most pleasant ride at Universal. It's it's very pleasant. You it just runs it it shoots you way up into the air and then you slowly come down. <laughs> um, it's it's nice. You get a nice view. It's fun. Yeah. But for whatever reason, like the the shoulder harness just wasn't working correctly, and like I again I've been on this ride a million times before, and the guy was like, "Oh, sorry, you you're it's your shoulder." Uh, I was like, my shoulders are too broad to ride Dr. Doom. <laughs> You're too buff, right. Brad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, he's my pl- close personal friend. I didn't play that card. Um, <laughs> but. Maybe you should like, have done. I was, I, I, this guy was just telling me, sorry, your shoulders are too broad for this ride. And I mean, it's... he could have like, like led you to the other set of seats on the other yeah. side that go up. But no, he just didn't let you on the ride. <laughs> so yeah. I went on it on my own. I'm sorry, but I, you're you're too hench. Yeah, you're not allowed. Like, dude, I, I listen. I don't I don't know why this isn't connecting. Like, like I don't know. Maybe like push it or something. I like. I mean, this you ride know it's is not connecting. it's so pleasant. This ride, Brad, isn't it? That I don't even think oh. you need a seatbelt on it. No. I think you could just hold on and you'd be absolutely fine. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's very <laughs> delightful. I, I, I enjoy it. But the yeah, best thing I'm... about it is as well when you're waiting to go on it, when you're waiting to go up and they've got like that voice or whatever and it's like Doctor Doom and he's like, Prepare to feel terror and then like you kind of go up slowly, don't you? And they come down slowly and then oh. he's like, Yes, you were terrified or whatever it was and you're like really wasn't it was lovely yeah it was pretty nice stop yeah oh no it's great it's like i love it but uh so um can i talk about when i met dr doom yes i don't know this story (laughs) i don't think i do anyway no i probably maybe not um so uh also in universal uh they have like an annual annual pass holders night or at least they did before it was quarantine times um, and it's very nice because it's one of the few nights that the parks open late and it's less crowds because it's only a pass holders and you have to like get a, you have to like, like sign up online for it. So it's, it's a very, it's a low crowd. It's at night. So it's not as crazy hot. Uh, they've got like all like the costume characters are out. So, you know, uh, if people want to take photos and sexy stuff. Sexy Cyclops there? Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> Poor Brad <laughs> had to put up with me <laughs> flirting repeatedly with Cyclops. <laughs> It was ridiculous. 
so I, I the other great thing about it um, is especially at this time is I worked like about a mile away from Universal, mm. and so I just I could just take the bus over and be like right there, and then just take like an Uber home was generally generally my game, and also uh you know you could just have a couple of drinks before you go to the park. Yeah. So I had a fair number of drinks because I was like, all right, I got about four hours. I'm going to be hanging around this park. So uh, let's have some drinks. So I had my drinks. Then I had another couple of drinks. <laughs> um, so then I, I go on into the park. And again, all the characters are out and all these people are, you know, they're they're, they're taking photos. And there's you know a lot of excited kids seeing all the superheroes because this is all in the Marvel uh, area. And I, I see, like, you know, there's, there's like, you know, again, it's not very crowded, but there's still, you know, lines for people to get photos taken. Um, and, um, and then I see, and, like, it's not only just the heroes, some, there's some villains out. We never saw villains. We only ever saw heroes they, when we were there. Yeah, it's one of those things, like, they have a lot of extra costume characters, and Disney does, too, that they only bring out, like, on, a, you know, rare occasions when, I guess, when they just need lots of extra characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, Doctor Doom was out. <laughs> And, like, there was lines to all the superheroes, and then, like, there's nobody in line. Oh, oh no. And then I see I see this kid get real excited and start running towards Dr. Doom. I was like, oh, okay, great. Dr. Doom's going to get somebody. And Dr. Doom gets excited, and he's, like, waving at the kid. <laughs> and then that kid goes right by Dr. Doom because Dr. Doom didn't know that Spider-Man was coming out. Oh, no. <laughs> And so Doctor Doom is just left hanging. Sounds like Doctor Doom. <laughs> and I, in my completely not quite sober state, <laughs> decided I would I would go cheer up Doctor Doom. <laughs> oh my god! How did you do? How did you cheer him up, Brad? Oh, um, I, I like I, I just went up to him and was like, "Hey, Doctor Doom, how's it going?" <laughs> I real like I really took it to him, and I and I'm I'm I, in my state. Um, it was uh yeah. It was pretty great, but then uh, I took a photo of Dr. Doom with him trying to murder me. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, this is so cool. <laughs> I love That's it. so cool. It's <laughs> amazing. You, you, yeah. yeah, you look so happy, Brad. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, yeah, I was having a good time. Uh, real good. It was a fun night. It was a fun night. But, yeah, I, uh, but then now, now I'm not allowed to ride his, his ride because my, my shoulders are too broad. <laughs> <laughs> and I like to think that Dr. Doom just said you couldn't ride his ride anymore. Yes. There's a photo of you pinned somewhere, and it's like, don't let this guy on the right. He come on. <laughs> he saw me humiliated by that child. It's like, it's like the, the Disney version of um, Pub Watch. Absolutely. Like when when I had my pub, like Pub Watch was a thing that the, the like um, all local police forces would would have, and it was basically like a list of people that are not allowed into any of the pubs in the local area, um, which is you know it's quite it's quite useful it had like like people's they're basically their mug shots <laughs> next to their names oh yeah, yeah that photo you just sent us brad is totally up in dr doom's uh ride yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's yeah. like don't let this guy on <laughs> don't let him under any circumstances you'll just have to go on the uh the the storm whatever it's called oh, again and again the, which again is a very mild <laughs> ride all, all the, the marvel rides i I don't know what the deal is. It feels like Universal didn't think they would be able to keep the Marvel like mm-hmm. license, so they just have these much generic rides and just say, "Yeah, this is the Storm ride." Is yeah. that just the teacups? It's teacups. No, no, no. <laughs> it's the 
storm. But isn't it got like storm yelling stuff over the top, which is great? Oh, yeah. Like, by the mighty winds, I command you. And it's, oh, it's just yeah. so epic. It's all hilarious. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, the Marvel section I really like though, because also they have multiple references to Daredevil, so obviously I was happy. Okay, they have a little window that says like Nelson and Murdoch, and Aww. yeah, so I, I I always get a little photo. <laughs> Pay my respects, you know. Anyway, this uh, so let's talk about drinks because we talked about drinks just then. But what are we drinking today, guys? Now, no one will be shocked to find <laughs> out that I am drinking. A Pepsi Max Cherry. However, um, following on from the Universal Studios uh, theme, I am not drinking out of my Daredevil Toon Tumbler this week. I am drinking out of my very awesome Universal Studios Florida E.T. Experience, uh, the ride <laughs> mug, the <laughs> tumbler thing that Brad got me. So thank you, friend. Cheers. Love it. Mm. Love it. What about you, Vex? I have uh, the rest of my can of fizzy ginger beer for my Ooh. dinner and then a peppermint tea in my rainbow unicorn cup <laughs> nice it is pride month so you know yeah and what about you brad uh, i got a little sangria topped off with some brandy Ooh. in my uh in my skeletor tiki mug <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh sangria and brandy sounds quite nice actually it's oh, not yeah. a combo i would mm. ever thought of oh no it's the best well yeah, we only serve the uh the classiest drinks in josie's bar Um, absolutely so this week we are discussing issue number 37 of daredevil which is entitled don't look now but it's dr doom uh released february the 1st uh, 1968 the description of this issue is as follows daredevil attacked by the fantastic four's worst villain that's (laughs) right dr doom has subdued daredevil for his own dastardly plot why does Doom want to switch bodies with DD? Matt Murdock stands alone in his stickiest situation yet. I would argue his stickiest situation was when he fought uh, Pacepot Pete. Oh. <laughs> He's been in stickier. Or Spider-Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, a, not a particularly sticky situation, this one. No. Uh, so I actually have the, the physical issue in front of me um, for this one, which is very cool. Number 37. Um, I'm not that keen on the cover, apart from Doctor Doom's fabulous cape blowing in the wind. He does look absolutely fabulous. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Brad, close personal friend of Doctor Doom. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on Doctor Doom as a villain in general? Oh, he's, he's great. <laughs> he's the best. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat him. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. Huh. Yeah, he's he's up there with the best Marvel, Marvel villains. If only oh, we got a good live-action version of him one day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, savage. One day. Uh, so, uh, previously in Daredevil, uh, Daredevil is lying weak and weary on the subway tracks after having finally defeated the evil Trapster. Our hero suddenly finds another figure approaching from out of the shadows, the figure of an old and awesome archenemy, Doctor Doom! <laughs> and he shouts Doctor Doom, and Doctor Doom immediately slaps him silent. <laughs> That is my panel of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Doom bitch slapping. Oh, there's so many bitch slaps. There's yeah, he's just all about the bitch slaps. Yeah, like you can speak when you're spoken to, son. Exactly. 
It's <laughs> yeah, it's so great. It's so great. It's not supper fools. <laughs> I love Doctor Doom in this issue. He's amazing. Um, so Doom's plan is based. It was very hard for me to write notes, by the way, because usually for Daredevil I write DD, and I couldn't mm. write DD for Doctor Doom, so <laughs> I had to write Doom. So mm. uh, Doom wants to avenge himself on the Fantastic Four and use Daredevil as the catalyst. So he's obviously got ideas with him, and he thinks he's very weak. He doesn't obviously know much about Daredevil. Like, he doesn't later know that Daredevil's blind. So they have this little fight. Um, Daredevil kicks Doctor Doom in the face, which is quite funny. (laughs) Um, And they sort of have this big fight, and obviously Doctor Doom has got his suit entirely made of metal. So when he punches Daredevil, Daredevil hits his head into a wall, I was like, oh, he's broken his neck. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, but not quite. <laughs> um, so they have this big fight. At, at one point, it actually looks like like Doctor Doom snaps Daredevil's neck, the bit where he like pulls it back, <laughs> yeah. and then like yeah. punches him. And I was like, well, yeah, his, his head is like backwards now. It's oh, like it's Meryl gone. Streep in uh, Death Becomes Her. <laughs> like, it's, there's no there, way. There's some, um, like, there's some properly strange... Um, body positions yes. in in this issue. I I think. Yeah. I love I love when he holds, but he Len, when he like knocks him out, he's like holding him tenderly. I know, <laughs> like like, like kiss him, like cradling his head. <laughs> it's so funny. I like as well because Doctor Doom says, um, he says, "quote Normally I do not strike out in the manner of a peasant fighting with my fist, but it seems pointless to waste any of my senses staggering weapons on one so weak." <laughs> I, and then know, he's cradling like, his head. <laughs> he's um, he's he's a strong like second place for my favourite villain thus far in Daredevil. Oh, after the Plunderer. He's, yeah, well, no one's ever going to be as good as the Plunderer. Yeah, but uh, but but Doom is like he's he's in the same kind of of vein of the I am fabulous at being yeah. a villain, and I don't care what anyone else says. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm living my life. Uh, then we get, um, I know, I knew Brad would like this panel because it's just a bunch of looky loos watching what's going on, and there's a real gang of characters here. Oh, there's so many. My, so last, my... last time Brad was on, we had a Victorian ghost in the crowd. My favourite is the uh, old lady oh. in a blue dress who just wants to get her train. I home. love her. Yes. She just wants to get her train home. Um, and is just completely unfazed. She's not yeah. even looking. Yeah. In the all this bother. <laughs> yeah. She's I want to go that way. Direction. She's just like, God damn it! Now I'm going to be late again. Yeah. yeah, she's great. I I like. I wrote in my notes. Alanis Morissette's hanging out on the uh, platform because there's this one woman with like her hand in her pocket, and I was like, she's got one hand in her pocket, <laughs> and she doesn't give a fuck about this fight going on. Uh, I like Georgia Hardstark in the green dress. Yeah, it does look like Georgia Hardstark. I'm not sure what she's doing with her arms. Like, she's kind of like swinging her bag to one side. Yeah. Uh, this guy in the middle, though, his face oh. is <laughs> deranged. <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. This man of action. <laughs> yes. With his, uh, pur- his purple check shirt and his, is it green trousers? Uh, he's got blue in the actual issue. I don't know if they're oh, green okay. in the digital one. Um, yeah, in the actual one, it, I can see he's got like, yeah, blue trousers. Yeah, yeah. The it's lady though like, in the background, she's oh the old lady, she's the best. Uh, she's yeah, she's amazing. 
So uh, Doctor Doom whips out a, uh, <laughs> a some kind of ray gun, which is usual for Daredevil villains. They all have ray guns. And, I love it because uh, this, this whole crowd is like, "Hey, we can't just we can't just let him steal Daredevil." <laughs> That's all Daredevil. Listen, if we all get together, come on, old lady, we're gonna go jump Doctor Doom. It's that whole uh, New Yorker thing, Brad, from the Spider-Man <sighs> film, where it's like, "You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us." That's all Daredevil. I, I I think this is really um very anti-Latverian, and I don't Absolutely. approve. I don't know why these people don't uh, believe that Latveria has a right to exist. <laughs> and I think they should just leave Dr. Doom alone. <laughs> Justice for Dr. Doom. Oh, he's so great. I mean, like, I love Daredevil. I'm on Dr. Doom's side in this issue because I love him yeah. so much. Yeah. Um, also, he has this ray gun that, like, shoots a glass wall out of it. Is it a ray gun, though, if it doesn't shoot rays? Well, I don't know. It's some kind of, like, shooty, shooty, blasty, blasty thing. <laughs> some, some, sort of, some sort of pew, pew. Yeah, some sort some of, like, pew. plastic wall. Yes. So he, it, they think it's a glass wall, and then one of them's like, it's more than glass. Feel how cold it is, how it seems to vibrate to the touch. It must be a new type of plastic which he created as a barrier. I was like, that's a <laughs> jump in logic. That's a yeah. The, in the like the bottom right hand corner, it's it's someone wearing a hat with flowers in it, isn't it? Yes, and it's like, yeah. all right, Mrs. Thermodynamics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wonder if that's uh, meant to be the old lady, and that's because we can't really see if she's wearing a hat in the top panel. But maybe that's when she sprang into action. She didn't care about Doctor Doom fighting Daredevil, but when there's like some new kind of plastic created, she's like, ooh. <laughs> She's a, she's actually one of the uh, the senior scientists down at Stark Tower. Yeah, she's like, oh, I must tell Mr. Stark about this. Uh, <laughs> so Doctor Doom, with all his amazing weapons and his wealth and everything, um, he you know he doesn't have like a little jet or anything to fly around in. He's got a limo, which I don't know why it just makes me laugh that he's he's just hanging out in his limo dressed in his Doctor Doom outfit. In, so his, in his diplomatic limousine. Yes, Thank you. Yes. yes. It's, oh, it's so great. And I um, love, he's like, hey, by the way, um, don't pay attention to the traffic rules. Like, you run those red lights. We have fucking diplomatic immunity. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it, I, every time, like, he said something about diplomatic immunity, I'm like, what? what is the film where someone says that, like, I want to... And they say... Diplomatic immunity. Yeah, Die Hard 2. Like, yeah, it could be. Um, I want diplomatic immunity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, can run around stealing like, daredevils. I wouldn't. Sorry, Matt, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't steal daredevils. <laughs> uh, well, he wakes up in the limo, and this is one of my. It's not my panel of the week, but it's one of my favourite moments. So he wakes up and he's like, oh, and Doctor Doom's in the front seat. And um, there's these two goons in the back with Daredevil, and then there's a driver in the front. And Doctor Doom starts to monologue about like how he's still alive. He's like, "So you wondered I'm still alive, do you?" And we're like, "Oh, we're gonna get a monologue, but no, Daredevil just kicks him in the back." Like I what love I, it. <laughs> what I love about this is like the two goons in the back are not your average goons. No, they're not. Because one of them's wearing a monocle, and I think I the other one's it. got wearing a cravat. Yeah, they're very fancy goons. <laughs> the best. Yeah, monocle guy is pretty fancy. 
I just like he... that he won't let Doctor Doom monologue, so Doctor Doom has to wait until later to monologue. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great, so and it's good. just something really funny about Doctor Doom's like kind of squished in between the like the dashboard of the car and the passenger yeah. and the seat, and he's squished. And he's looking around all annoyed, and he's saying, "Have you forgotten the peerless power of Doctor Doom?" It's like you're literally squished in this car, dude. It's so funny. <laughs> Like you couldn't have got like with all your money and power and everything, you couldn't have got a limo with a wide front passenger seat. Exactly. So that is that is one of my panels of the week. It just made me laugh, but it's just oh, just pissed Doctor Doom. So the flunkies, the uh, the flashy funkies, um, uh, attack Daredevil, and even the driver who is driving is turning around and punching Daredevil <laughs> while he's driving. Oh, so good. I loved it. <laughs> oh, what, so does he, what does he say? He, doesn't he say? Oh, what's he saying? He's a sleep tight, wise guy. That's that's it. And then, uh, <laughs> and then he's like, oh no, he rolled with the punch. He grabbed my hand, and then like he's grabbed his hand so the driver can't do the wheel, and so they're about to crash, and it's all really dramatic, and it's like, no, like oh, we're gonna crash, rah! and then literally the next panel says. But then, calmly, unhurriedly, Doctor Doom reaches out and says, "There is no need to panic. It is simple enough for me to seize the wheel while we pacify our guests." <laughs> it's just really like weird. It's so like, ah, we're gonna cry, and then it's like, no, no, I will calmly drive this car along with my Bye. one hand. It's very strange. Oh, I love it. Um, my panel of the week, absolutely. Well, actually, there's two, but one of them is when the car is driving along and there's an angry, tiny little Doctor Doom peeking out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't know why it just made me laugh so hard because he's so angry. And he looks so small. (laughs) He does, like all squished up in the front seat of the car. Yeah, his little face is all squished. It's so great. Um, So Doctor Doom, they're driving towards the... um, Latvian embassy and uh, he decides to activate the jet brakes which destroy half the road and explode it and then they arrive at the embassy yeah why don't you just use the brakes like I mean they say jet brakes Mm -hmm. but I'm like are they braking I I don't know I mean because they don't stop but it's like it's being thrust upwards so it's like rather than actually braking, it's changing the trajectory of the car. Yeah, I think just jets, just jets picking yeah. up the brakes. Yeah, it's. It, I, I don't really get what their plan is apart from to destroy the road. But I love maybe, that they. Okay, maybe you press the button and the jets work, but you have to press the brake. So it literally is a jet brake. Maybe. What makes me laugh though is that there's two policemen now looking at the <laughs> looking at the like the holes in the road. And the car is, like, pulled into, I, I guess, like, the, the garage area or whatever it is of the embassy. And the cops are like, oh, I don't know what could have done this. And it's like, dude, it literally <laughs> just happened. But, like, Doctor Doom is literally, like, like, quickly sneak around the back. <laughs> like, they're sneaking like, away. <laughs> did, did you not, like, you're already there. Yeah. You can see the car, like, in the background. So they it's literally just happening. It happened in front of you. Yeah. 
the NYPD are well known for their ability to solve crimes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was, just, I was like, I kept looking at the panel. I was like, did I, did I miss a couple of panels or something? I was like, no, no, like that. It literally has just happened. But he has it, diplomatic immunity. <laughs> but it's just how they're like, what could have done this? <laughs> like it just happened in front of you. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> what is happening? What, uh, is going? what do you guys think of the Latvian embassy? <laughs> I wrote in my book, Hi, I'm Dr. Doom. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, rude. this is a nice crib. Like, it's even got a polar bear rug on the floor. Like, I wouldn't yeah. expect anything less from yeah. Doom. It's yeah. lavish. And also, it's the embassy, but no one seems to, like, work here. Like, there's no... There's no reception. I think, yeah. I think perhaps embassy is just a a ruse for townhouse and it's actually it's actually like his secret not so secret supervillain lair in yeah. uh, in new york city it's i mean we'll discuss the 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 architecture of this place soon because <laughs> i don't understand it but okay. okay um so they throw daredevil in a little prison cell it all uh, got it got a little bit kind of like there's a lot of like homoerotic undertones going yeah. on in this. Cause oh yeah. Because he says like you you stay here to await my pleasure. <laughs> in this dungeon you shall stay to await oh, my pleasure. Uh, oh. Okay. Yeah. As he's kicking him in the ass, literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was he did look like he was going to kiss him earlier when he was holding him tenderly. It's yeah. It's very. Uh, it's, I I was very kind of like, are they like gonna start dating? I mean, and Doctor Doom does want to swap bodies with Daredevil, so maybe he's like, Phew, what a what a fine sample of a man. I want to get in that literally. <laughs> a specimen. Yeah. Like you know, uh, he also in this conversation, Daredevil com- compares Doom to Bella Lugosi and Vincent Price. <laughs> And but I was how, like, oh, I wish Doctor Doom was played by Vincent Price. How I, I thought the so exact sad. same thing. I was like, oh. God, if only Vincent Price was was like still with us because he would be an amazing. <laughs> or to be fair, like Christopher Lee as well. Oh, anyone like that? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, Vincent Price, and we talked a bit about cooking, Brad. You have a certain uh, cookbook in your collection, don't you? Oh yeah, the Vincent Price cookbook is <gasps> amazing. Yeah. Like, it's not at all what you would think, um, Vix. No, he like he went to like restaurants all over the world, and it, so it's just like this wild collection. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's amazing, and because he's Vincent Price, he's able to get the recipes from all these like high end restaurants. So wow, and he just writes about all of them, and it, I it's it's amazing just to read. It was him and his wife, wasn't it? That did it? Yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. cool. It's a, a treasury of great recipes. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, about that. Cool. They put out a 50th anniversary edition a couple of years ago, oh, which did you they? can still get. Yeah, oh, that's nice. what I have. I'm gonna have to have a look. Um, yeah. So Daredevil's in the cell, and he immediately starts feeling around, um, which makes sense because um, you know his, like he says, like his super senses will detect, you know, his super sense touch will detect kind of any any area that's you know weaker in the wall. Um, and he immediately finds a trapdoor. <laughs> like, so obviously, I, you know, it, it's, I, uh, you know, Doctor Doom wanted him to find this. You know what I mean? Like, that seems to be the case with what oh, happens yeah. next. Um, 
so he starts falling down like this this trapdoor area or climbing down it and we get the usual daredevil mention of uh you know how can any sighted person ever believe that a man in a world of darkness can be far more capable than he um you know so that's our one for this this uh, this issue i think um and meanwhile dr doom is hiding in his little layer room with all the joysticks and the buttons and um he is like let the amusement begin and <laughs> i laughed at the next panel for a good five minutes oh. and i immediately messaged brad uh, because Daredevil sneaks through like a trapdoor that's in the fireplace, I think, and comes out into a room. And I thought I was in the movie Cats again. I thought Mungo Jerry and Rob oh. were going to appear <laughs> oh, because he's literally cat-sized. <laughs> he's ridiculous. teeny tiny in this room. And it's so funny to me. And I was just getting... I just wanted Mungo Joe and Rumpelteaser to appear in it to go into like a song and dance number. So this no. this is my other panel of the week because it just made me laugh so hard. <laughs> go on, Brad. <laughs> so I love that Doctor Doom, like for his own amusement, built like a room where everything's giant. Yeah. <laughs> like just to mess with people. But not too giant. It's like. Just to make you sort of the size of a child or or a cat in a Tom Hooper yeah. film, you know. It's yeah, just to just to amuse himself. It's so like, insane. Do you think do you think he just like runs around here like like playing cats or something? <laughs> like... Oh my god, can you doing, imagine doing all the, <laughs> the numbers? Oh. <laughs> he thinks he's a real jellical cat, Doctor Doom. I mean, we were having this conversation, um, Brad, weren't we? Because I said that this issue reminded me of Cats and you hadn't read it yet. But then you did say that some of the lyrics could be very pertinent to Daredevil, which was like, oh. what was it? Are you blind when you're yeah. uh, when you're born? Yeah, Can you, you see yeah, in the are dark? Are you blind when you're born? <laughs> like, literally, it starts Can you look at a king yeah. like Doctor Doom where you sit on his throne? And then there was like, we can fly through the air like a fly, or we can swing through the air like a flying trapeze. So I was like, whoa, cats is we about to turn double somersaults, bounce on a tire. We can run up a wall. We can swing through the trees. We can balance on bars. We can walk on a wire. I mean, oh, it's Daredevil. <laughs> um, I'm having, I'm having flashbacks to Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest. Andrew Christmas Lloyd Webber's Daredevil the Musical. Oh, oh, oh I God. wish. No, I would be like get um get Julie Taymor and like you two to do it because I never saw Spider-Man turn off the dark, but I really wish I had because it sounded like such a clusterfuck. I would love to see what they would do with Ted. No one else saw it either, so you're in good company. Oh, I love (laughs) the fact that like there's a song about shoes in a musical about Spider-Man, and one of the characters is the Greek the Greek um. Uh, mythological figure Arachne. It's like, oh, what nice. is happening? <laughs> I that mean, just, oh. it just it just reminds me of the um that like viral video about let's get some shoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, shoes. Shoes. I hope that's what the song shoes. went like in the musical. <laughs> oh, I wish I'd seen that musical though, because oh, I do like a train wreck. Okay. So um, Doctor Doom is now like, ha ha, uh, the specially prepared festivities have only begun. And now for our next little tableau, 
So now the t- the tiny room now spins around and ends up upside down. <laughs> how does does. Brad? How does this work? <laughs> I mean, you're no, you're a friend of his. Yeah, I'm a close personal friend, and yeah. um, please stop questioning him. I think it's very anti-Latvian of you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, I. I mean, if the room is just, like, on, like, you know, the entire, if the entire room is turning upside down, it's, I think that could, yeah, that could absolutely I happen. I guess, I guess. It's like a, it's a Jamiroquai video. Oh, yeah, it's like that Jamiroquai. Or like that scene out of Inception, isn't it, where it turns upside down? I guess mm-hmm. they built that to film it. Uh, yeah, but, oh, what a feeling, Daredevil on the ceiling. It's a delight. <laughs> <laughs> um... And like literally, all that's happened is he's in a he's in a room where he's tiny, and then suddenly the room has turned upside down, and Daredevil was like lit- like his sanity is about to snap. <laughs> I was like, I was like Matt, like it, it should take more than this, like buddy, come on. You've been living you've been living three separate lives <laughs> thus far, like seriously, dude. At one room turning itself upside down, yeah. it, like. Yeah, yeah, Doctor Doom is like sitting there, like, hmm. Well, I thought it would take at least the next five more rooms before <laughs> it was ready to break. Yeah, I, uh, Doctor Doom's like got a whole warehouse. Like, Doctor Doom's like Jigsaw. He's got a whole warehouse set up of traps, and he's like, wow, this is just like the first room. Like, wow. A dead. I was like, I won't let it drive me mad. <laughs> it's like it's like in the um, the first uh, Harry Potter book mm-hmm. when they're trying to get to the um, like the inner chamber. Mm-hmm. And it's like the so they're, they're flying on the broomstick to get the key, and then the next room is going to be like five bottles and a riddle. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I it's... mean, to go back to the saw analogy, yeah. like he's in the he's in, he's like already ready to cut open his chest. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, no, there's not a key in there. There's not a key. You don't don't do that. Don't do that. Stop. Yeah, it's like you know, like we talk later about. Daredevil's sanity and you know and everything like that and sometimes it's it's on you know it's on thin ice but like this should not break him this quickly like no. it's well, not it's, like his it's not maybe. like his super senses have been taken away like that would be worse you know where he's in the situation and he hasn't got his super senses and he hasn't you know and he can't see anything like that would be far scarier and I can imagine that kind of Frame your nerves more. Well, I don't know, but or would it? Because he's got heightened senses at the moment. Like yeah. his, um, Dot Zoom is essentially like constantly moving his center of gravity. I guess. Yeah. It must be sending his super senses like completely bonkers. If Daredevil went, yeah. if Daredevil went on the Doctor Doom ride at Universal, <laughs> he would get strapped in, assuming his shoulders weren't too broad. Yeah. And yeah. he would immediately be like, "I give up. This is too much." <laughs> As I'm, as I'm gently being lowered. <laughs> oh, such a pleasant ride. Because you can just see all over Universal and you're at the top and you're like, ah. Like, I almost want to go on that ride with a cup of tea and just have it at the top yeah. while you're gently being lowered to the ground. Very pleasant. Oh, it's so great. I loved it. And I was so nervous before that ride. And then you were like, you were. seriously. Was real... I think that was the only ride you were freaking out about. Yeah, it's only it's only ones where you drop that I don't like. Like like roller coasters don't really freak me out that much. But um like Twilight Zone Tower of Terror I'd been on before. 
Um, but even that, I was like a bit nervous because anyone's where you drop, I don't like. But I was nervous about the Doctor Who ride. And you're like, no, it's just perfectly pleasant, honestly. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, so I, ju- I don't know. I just feel like if he was like bombarding him with noise or lights, because he might think like that would work. Like, you know, that, that definitely happens in yeah. the comics again, where, you know, people bombard with noise and with all this kind of stuff. I feel like that would be more effective than just this thing turning upside down, you know? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. It just, yeah. But, um, I mean, we, we talked a few issues ago about Daredevil not sleeping. Maybe he still hasn't slept. <laughs> and he literally is on the point of psychosis at this point. He's just like, this is, this is the last straw. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I'm done. So this is when Doctor Doom decides to monologue because he's got Daredevil trapped. So Daredevil can't kick him in the back and shut him up um so they basically uh retell a story from fantastic four number 60 <clears throat> which is uh dr doom versus um mr fantastic invisible woman and the human torch and he basically dr doom has got like the silver surfer's surfboard and jumps on it and that's exactly what Reed Richards wanted him to do because he's programmed it or something. Is that what happens? No, because um, when Galactus um, is um, used his powers to force Silver Surfer to stay on Earth. Mm-hmm. So technically, um, because he's got the Silver Surfer's powers, he shouldn't be able to leave Earth. Ah. But he doesn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's what happens because then he flies up into like the the atmosphere i guess doesn't he yeah we get this very strange picture of galactus where he looks like he's winking i love it because i love the idea that galactus is like does that is that motherfucker trying to leave earth he shows up like, wait you're not silver get down (laughs) and it's like he doesn't even say anything to doom he just like oh for god's sake like waves his hand and and suddenly doom's like back at home yeah (laughs) he just appears in uh in latveria that that was my other panel of the week with um, Galactus, uh, Galactus and uh, with his sort of like very hundred percent done with everything face. Yeah, he's so <laughs> like done. giant, just like giant head floating in the sky. I like this protective molecular bubble that Doctor Doom finds himself in, where he's got like one leg just hanging out of it and a bit of cape. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's just so strange. Uh, so he floats back to Latveria, uh, and that's why how he's still alive. Um, and Dedo was not having it. He's just like, yeah, whatever. When I want a need a bedtime story, I'll ask for one. <laughs> Doesn't he actually say stop soliloquizing? Oh, I think he's yeah. I think he says something like that. He's like, what a great yarn. Uh, and then immediately Doctor Doom's like, oh, I've got another magical ray gun. Uh, this is my hypnopt. What is it? Hypnopticon. I couldn't, do you know what, I read that word about five times, and I still didn't quite yeah. understand. It's a hard word, hip, 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 it it's should be like hypnosicon, hypnopticon, yeah, it's weird. Hypnoticon is far more fun to say. Hypnopticon. Yeah. So immediately. It sounds like a really shit transformer. Hip, I am hypnopticon. <laughs> I talk Looking like through this. my eyes. <laughs> Follow my pocket watch. Um. <laughs> So Daredevil immediately throws himself on the ground and covers his eyes. 
I don't know why. Because then his plan is to pretend that he's hypnotised because he's blind, it won't affect him, and Doctor Doom doesn't know that. So he's like, oh, it's not going to... I bet it's not going to work, Doom. And he's like, oh, it will. And he's like, no, I, I bet you anything. And he's like, well, I'll increase the power output. And then Daredevil just attacks him and punches him in the chest and is like, yeah, you try that. <laughs> yeah, you, you crack on, love. Then there's my favorite bitch slap. <laughs> oh, it's Dr. so Doom good. Just smack. <laughs> so my good. My patience has run out. Like, I am, you are, you are, yeah, you, you Daredevil, you. And when he says back back you bumbling buffoon I can't help but read Doctor Doom's lines and hear Skeletor's voice in my head <laughs> I don't know why I know Doctor Doom's already got a deep scary voice but it's it's such a, a Skeletor line that all I hear yeah. is Skeletor in my head yeah I can uh, I can get with that mm-hmm. so I love it so they have this fight and then uh, Daredevil like jumps to get Doctor Doom and Doctor Doom vanishes. Um, and then, well, Daredevil says he vanished. And then he says, no, there's a translucent curtain of air between us. Which I don't understand because he's, he's vanished, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't he? So I don't know. Um, so it's kind of weird because it's almost like he's lost his senses at that point And he's like reaching to feel for yeah. him. So I didn't really understand that. But he gets a plexiglass cylinder dropped over him. And there's a, a matching one dropped over Doctor Doom, who's next to him. And I was like, oh, these would be such cute little ornaments. <laughs> like, <laughs> little figures and the little domes. Needs to make, someone needs to make these. Collect them all. <laughs> and what were you thinking that uh, Doctor Doom's plan was at this point, guys? Without, I don't know if you read the little spoiler in the description. I didn't, actually. It wasn't until you read it out at the beginning that I was like, oh, so he did say at the beginning, I just totally missed it. Yeah, it does say. That's why I didn't read it last issue, because I was like, oh, uh... spoiler. I always have to say that I love that when, when the room's spinning and everything like that, um, Daredevil can hear Doctor Doom laughing in the other room. <laughs> 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 He's just there like, <laughs> Um. So... Yes, what he's going to do is a body transferable ray and switch bodies with Daredevil because Daredevil's such a hunk. And um, Matt's like, oh, no, I can feel myself changing. And then uh, Doctor Doom, Doom Devil, is like, correction, you've already changed. (laughs) So you would think that, like, Daredevil as Doctor Doom is like, my hands encased in metal gloves, my head enclosed in an armoured mask. You would think the first giveaway that he swapped bodies was, I can see. Yeah. yeah and, and dr doom would be like i can't see yeah I, I i found that very peculiar it gets more peculiar next issue don't worry oh my days oh boy. Uh, i mean i i would assume like if you're dr doom you're like all right well maybe this just takes a second before uh my vision comes back to normal maybe yeah yeah um you are a close know. personal friend of his brad so i will yeah i'm a very close personal friend i will accept so. what you say I think Dr. Doom just trusts in his plan, mm-hmm. which also I love that this whole plan is all in service of um, defeating that fool Richards. Oh, absolutely. Because uh, it's just to go after the Fantastic Four. Yeah. yeah. It's all he wants I, in life. But then I guess if it means that he also takes down another, like, superhero, then it's like, you know, a, a, little, a little side bonus. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So he's, uh, yeah, so he's living his best daredevil life now. Um, and that is the end of the issue to be continued. <laughs> so, well, also at one point, I think, doesn't Dr. Doom say that only he has could invent a body transfer array? And I wrote in my notes, um, Dr. Carl Strag invented one a few issues back and swapped bodies with the ox. So, so just saying, this has already happened before. Probably yeah. saw that technology. Uh, Dr. Doom know. probably did, yeah. yeah he, he was, I mean, Dr. Doom was probably stuck up in space with Galactus a lot longer than he thought. Maybe, yeah. He didn't know so that So he didn't, he didn't know that any of that had happened. Daredevil's like, this is old news. Ugh. Like, big whoop. Oh, body transfer array, whatever. Whatever. We see these every day. You can buy these in in the shops now. Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom's like, oh, man. Oh, yeah? Well, can you buy a room that turns upside down and is oversized? Huh? Huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just watch the movie Inception, Dr. Doom. Oh, I don't no, go to the you. movies. <laughs> I would rather I would rather be tortured than have to watch that fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that is the end of the issue. So now is the most important part of the episode. It's where we talk about some fashions and Fashion. what we would like to toot and what we would like to boot. And Brad, you're our special guest this week, and you also you are an expert in fashion from our many podcasts we have done together. Uh, so you can go first. I, there's a lot, there's a lot of goodies in here. Mm-hmm. I love that crowd scene. So many, so many friends, so many <laughs> friends, but I like best of the best. I got to go with purple suit goon with a monocle. Mm. Like what, I like when you're top guy. Yeah. Top guy's got a monocle and a purple suit. That's great. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, what are you going to boot? Oof. That's... I... Hmm. Yeah, booting I mean, tougher. it really is. Because, like, I... All right, in that crowd scene, there's one guy... The one guy over on the end is just kind of in a tan suit. Yeah. No tie. I, like, meh. He's pretty boring. He's just, yeah, amongst a, a crowd of, of uh, classic characters that we're all going to love forever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, this guy is the real schlub of the bunch, so. Mm. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, I do like the, the person in the crowd, in the bottom panel of the crowd, which is the girl wearing the yellow dress and like the little yellow headband. I think that's kind of cute. Yeah, there's some cute little outfits. Yeah. Uh, ooh. That bird also has an opinion. <laughs> yeah, like I have, because uh, I'm on I'm on the top floor. Um, all the birds kind of come and sit on the roof. Yeah. Um, of an evening. It just sounded like that bird was wolf whistling the outfit. Right, and there's um there's a tree that's kind of like, not right outside my window, but um near enough, and that's where the blue tits all congregate uh, also, this time uh, of night. Uh, Vix, we totally record this from Josie's bar, remember? We're in the bar, yeah. right? Yeah, but why would there be birds in the bar? Uh, well, exactly. So, um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, what are you going to toot and boot, Vix? I, I, I've got to toot my main man, Doom. 
in all of his, especially like in on the front page of the actual issue, where he's standing like with his hands on his hips and his capes <laughs> sort of billowing. He's just too fabulous. He's just too fabulous, and I, I love him. Um, so that is my toot. Okay. This week, uh, my boot is going to be the dude on the platform with the weird face and mm-hmm. the purple check shirt and like the green trousers because that was not a strong look. <laughs> Yeah, I think I mean mine are pretty much the same as yours. I got a toot Doctor Doom. Uh, I'm gonna do a mild toot of Yellow Dress Lady, mm-hmm. um, and then my boot is going to be that guy. Just there wasn't really any outfits that were terrible. I mean tan suit guy's a good call as well, Brad, because mm. it's just pretty generic. Uh, mm. But I don't like this guy's like shirt who's at the front. See, like I like yeah, I, like I think actually like, I think I have a shirt that looks like that. I mean, yeah, but you uh, can pull it off, Brad, because you're a classy you dude. You know me. I love, I love any kind of purple clothing, but he didn't team it well yeah. with anything else. Um, I think that's what let him down. I've got nothing against the shirt. I love the shirt, but the rest of the outfit's like, no, no, no. Mm. Also, this cop that turns up, he seems to have a holster, but no gun in the holster. Where is his gun? I'm worried about that. Oh, he's probably planted it on somebody. He probably has, yeah. <laughs> It's what they do. There was actually a uh, a letter in this issue where they um they brought up something that we actually brought up in uh, Daredevil 34 Vix. Um, so there was a letter from Howard Schumacher uh, who said, Dear Stan and Jean, uh, I've just finished reading Daredevil 34 and it's terrific. The action was the great type that only Jean could produce. The beta was fabulous and his masked henchman made him even more glamorous and mighty. I must ask you, since when do Mounties have blue uniforms, as shown on page 10, panel 2? Unless yeah. I'm mistaken, over here in Alberta, Mounties wear red uniforms. I really enjoyed the pictures of the Mounties and of Expo 67. Um, and then they basically said, uh, we're glad you pointed out that Mountie mix-up because it gives us the perfect chance to explain. You see, we're so used to having New York's finest around that we momentarily forgot that not all policemen wear blue. Besides, blue made better contrast with all Daredevil's daring red threads flashing around the place. So that is why. I feel like they've they've gone a lot more convoluted than they needed to be because they could have literally just said, well, special Mountie uniform for the expo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would have said. Yeah, I, think that's, I think that's what we actually said when we were yeah. doing we said the that podcast. Like, yeah, yeah, that issue is like, is it a special thing just for the um, just for the expo that they've got like a special blue jacket? Yeah, they could have said that. They could have lied. You're saying that's what you would have done, Vix. Yeah, <laughs> you'd have told a porky pie. <laughs> I would have told a little bit. Always. So my toot and boot is going to be, I'm going to toot Doctor Doom because he's fabulous. Mm -hmm. Um, But obviously, by my own rules, I can't really toot him next week. So we'll have to see. Um, Although maybe I will. Uh, And I'm going to boot, uh, yeah, guy on platform because both guys on platform because they look a bit boring. Mm -hmm. Um, And now it's time for our panel of the week. And mine is going to be Daredevil as a little jellical cat running around oversized (laughs) rooms. (laughs) <laughs> what about oh. you, Brad? Uh, so many. Uh, there's so <laughs> many goodies. I I think I gotta go with that 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 last Doctor Doom bitch slap because <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. 
It's pretty like, good. Yeah. I, and also, it's got, it's got that... The thing that, like, the best thing about, like, old-school Doctor Doom in comics is, like, like it's... I, he's because he's wearing a metal mask. It's hard to get expression. Yeah. So he always looks goofy. <laughs> yeah. And on that one in particular, just like the slant of the eyes is weird and oh, it's great. He looks even more angry. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Vix, what about you? I am gonna go for the first bitch slap on uh, the first page. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. With his just because he's like silence. <laughs> I'm speaking, little shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I just uh, yeah, that, I I cackled. I cackled when uh, when I saw that. It's yeah, it's pretty great, and it looks yeah. it looks like he's broken Daredevil's spine as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, it's like, I don't, yeah, it's it's crazy. Awesome. So now we have to decide what we are going to do with this issue. And I will remind the listeners that if we think this issue is the greatest thing ever, we can put it in the vault that is hidden behind Josie's bar, uh, where all the best issues go. And we put them on velvet cushions and, and you know, we'll save them forever. If we think it's a pile of crap, we lob it through the window to the alley outside and if we think it's okay, it's fine, then we put it under the bar and we maybe read it another time and maybe mop up spilt beer on the floor. Uh, so what do you guys think we should do? Uh, Brad? Listen, if you do anything except put this issue <laughs> on the finest of velvet cushions, mm-hmm. uh, then you are anti librarian mm-hmm. and I just think you're a bad person. So. Ooh. I'm going to have to side with Brad on this one. And I'm also going to side with Brad because I love this issue. It's, I mean, don't look now, but it's Doctor Doom. Yes, it is. And he's so fabulous in this issue. Daredevil's not really doing much in this one. We don't have any Foggy and Karen. We don't have like the goofy, like Mike Murdoch story. But Doctor Doom is just such a delight. I love him. Uh, it's and I tell you what I like. It's been it's been a good few weeks since I really enjoyed mm-hmm. a, an issue of of this comic, and they always say that your like your film or your TV show or your book or whatever is only as good as the villain, mm-hmm. and it's just that's why that's why I enjoyed all the Plunderer issues so much because yeah. he was such a good villain and we just haven't had. A really good villain for a good few issues now oh, um yeah. so this yeah this was um this issue was like it really i really enjoyed it so i can't it's, wait it's amazing oh, it's amazing because this whole issue is like dr doom has got a plan he's like all right i'm gonna go pick up daredevil knock him out take him switch bodies and then go take down that fool richards um like <laughs> great and it's just like daredevil is like a little kid like kicking and screaming and dr doom's like <laughs> yeah. no <laughs> I will listen keep here. talking at you and keep hitting you and we will do this now listen here you little shit <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna and what you were saying about villains I can't wait until we get to like some of the really classic Daredevil villains like Bullseye and Kingpin I'm really Where's... excited I just the ones that become like proper like yeah, nemesis and, and they it's... develop relationships 
with the hero. And that, that whole, like, you know, it's the the hero is only as, as good as the villain, mm-hmm. um, which is, like, when you apply it to movies, is absolutely true. And I, like, for example, okay, so Skyfall, mm-hmm. um, I'm not a massive Bond fan because I think he's, an, well, as the Dame Judi Dench, as, as uh, M says, you know, misogynistic dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Um, but Skyfall is possibly one of my favorite movies because mm-hmm. not only is it visually and cinematically absolutely exquisite mm-hmm. but the villain in that was just perfection mm-hmm. and his his name has just escaped me i will the actor's javier bardem i can't That's remember the, the character yeah, yeah no that javier bardem his, yeah he's great name. anyway yeah. and he's just such a fabulous but then he i think when especially like with movies and TV and stuff, you can always tell if an actor is having fun playing mm. a vi- playing a villain. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's why, like, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves is so awesome. <laughs> 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 because Alan Rickman was just like, I am going full on camp. This is hit. my film. Like, this is my film, you know. Yeah. And, and that is, and I think, and, and it, like, you can like, you know, you can apply that to comics as well in that, you can really tell if the the writer and the illustrator is having fun, mm-hmm. like writing for that character, um, and it shows with like like whoever you know the, everyone that put together like the plunger and everything were clearly having an absolute whale of a time yeah. with him, and the same with Doctor Doom, especially like you know like in this issue. I don't know a lot about Doctor Doom. I just know that he's fabulous. <laughs> um, and it really, like, it just really lifts whatever yeah. project um, that is involved, that the villain is involved in. Well, if you totally. look at, like, the, the Daredevil Netflix show, like, which I podcast about before, I see, and I know you guys have seen, like, series one, you had the fantastic oh villain, you had, like, Vincent D'Onofrio, like, Vin- incredible as the kingpin. was just... And then oh he was missing God. in season two, and season and it, two... It sh- that, you, it really showed, and then they it brought him really back did. to season three, and it was so much better. Um, and it's, yeah, like, and the same I thing mean, with Jessica Jones in season one. You had Kilgrave, who was a great villain, and then you just didn't get a good villain again in the. You know. I mean, it's all, when it comes to TV shows, like that second season of any TV show is always going to be a little bit hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, like D'Onofrio was just. Like, oh, my God, I simped for him so hard <laughs> during that series. I was just like, I don't really give a shit about anyone else in this whole series. I am all about the D'Onofrio. It was just, yeah, like, amazing. I'm, I'm totally on Brad's idea at the time, which was we just get a show that's just Kingpin going on awkward dates. Oh. Oh. That's all I want is the Kingpin awkward dating show. So, <laughs> <laughs> mm, so, uh, what do you do for a living? <laughs> <laughs> like, but that that show, like, he didn't... He was... I mean, he was awesome. He was absolutely awesome. But it wasn't until that one scene where you find... Like, the kingpin finally came out mm-hmm. when he, like, killed that guy by smashing his head in the door of the um, SUV. Yeah. That I was... Like, that's when, like, for me, that character was just like, holy shit, this is amazing like he was already amazing mm-hmm. but then it was just like oh okay here we go this is yeah there's a, a similar but much less violent moment in um in the comics 
where like a famous series of panels where Kingpin, you literally can see the physical change between the kind of funny, mm. funny Kingpin of the Spider-Man comics, you know, oh and God, that, the actual much panels. darker um, Kingpin of the of the Daredevil comics. Yeah, which those, is really, I can't those, wait to get to it. Those panels are stunning. Yeah. All right, well, uh, it's going in the vault, guys. Here it goes. Yeah. So uh, now it is time for the other most famous of famous sections of our podcast. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to include Brad in this. So it's uh, Brad and Vic's predicts. So, um, I mean, the, the next the next issue's title, I don't think we'll give much away. Um, but uh, obviously we end this one with Daredevil trapped in Doctor Doom's body. And the next issue is called The Living Prison. <sighs> so any thoughts? What's going to happen, Brad? You know Doctor Doom. What's he going to do? I mean, listen, I, I, I think, the, you know... He's used to being in a metal suit. He's used to having diplomatic immunity. Now he's just in daredevil clothes and can't see. I feel like it's going to be a lot of him falling down. I'm interested. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yep. You see, when you say living prison, mm-hmm. I now can't get out of my head the image of like prison bars but made of humans oh like that no but i on a on a slightly more serious note um i wonder if like the whole living prison thing if you consider that matt has been kind of trapped in this kind of three personality cycle Mm. i wonder if being in somebody else's body like actually being somebody else is actually going to break him. Ooh, okay. Oh, even better. What if Dr. Doom starts having split personalities? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not Dr. Uh, Doom. I'm Dr. Boom. No, because you know... This is my brother. Happen. You know what? He'll, he'll, like, he'll turn up at the office, at the Nelson yeah. and Murdoch office, and they'll be like, oh, my God, is he actually one of triplets? Who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like this I'm Mitch, Mitch Murdoch. This, this dude's completely lost the plot. <laughs> and it's just it's just Doom kind of like crawling along the floor going, I can't see, I can't see. <laughs> oh, I wish. While, um, while, the, while the other Matt is like dressed as Doctor Doom stuck in a prison uh, where the bars are all made of humans. <laughs> like, 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 like something out of um, Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You o- you opened it. We came. <laughs> it goes very dark for a sixties Marvel comic. <laughs> well, it goes into it Clive called, Barker territory. It is called fixed predicts. That's so, true. You know, Absolutely. like that. I'm giving I'm giving you options here. I will say the next issue has one of my favourite panels of all time. <laughs> I did I did when I was uh, on the on because I've read the digital copy, mm-hmm. I love... I didn't read the front cover, but you know, like, when you've read it online mm-hmm. and it says, like, 
says like next issue and it's i didn't read the synopsis or anything but i did kind of have a quick glance at the cover the cover is gorgeous yeah it's a good cover i think i have that actual issue as well i'm pretty sure i do so there wasn't really any fun ads in this issue so i didn't read Uh any um there was an ad which was uh that they're looking for ideas but not marvel let me see if i can find it Uh, it says ideas we pay you send us your idea on any subject the wilder the better it could make you rich we are idea brokers with contacts in business science and industry i was like is this a thing can you like just send ideas is it is it like the six is it like the you know the uh the sort of the first think tank maybe and is the office still open? Because I could do with some, you know. Well, they said I they mean, need thousands of ideas a month, so. Like, wow. It sounds like they're just going to like, um, hey, give us some ideas that we can steal. Yeah, uh, basically. Do you know what? I've got a load of um, old, uh, like, 60s, 70s um, Hawkeye comics. I'm going to dig them out and have a look and see if they've got ad sections. Yeah, the ads are the best bit <laughs> about the old comics, yeah. Awesome. Well, um Thank you for coming on again, Brad. Always a pleasure. Cheers. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. Never a chore. Um, <laughs> do you want to promote your other stuff? Because obviously we promote the uh, podcast we do together at the end of the episode. But I mean, feel free to plug them as well. But also plug Ramjack because it's the best. Yeah, check it, Ramjack. It's the best. It's uh, the we're best. currently uh, working through the uh, '80s TV show uh, TNT. Um, in which Mr. T is a private investigator. <laughs> um, it's so good. We're, we're like six episodes in, and we still haven't met all of the characters that are in the opening credits. Wow. Um, and we are not going to stop watching it until we've at least met all of the characters. What if it's like a, a Baywatch Nights thing, Brad, though, where like <gasps> one of the characters in the credits like never actually appears? Didn't that happen in Baywatch Nights? No, it was just they weren't in it much. Oh, okay. But like... I, we're six episodes in, and they've talked about Sophie slash Sophie um, <laughs> because it's misspelled on IMDb, um, but we have not met her yet. Like we finally met Aunt Martha. She's been in one episode so far. Amazing. Um, but yeah, we're we're it's it's wild. It's a great show though. It's 22 minutes long and it moves fast. Wow. That's what you want though. That's like Littlest Hobo. Because like it's like 20 a, it's minute like a episode done. Yeah, there's it's a procedural and a mystery getting solved in 22 minutes. Oh, amazing! Down the road. I, yeah, I need That's to watch where this. I'll always be. Oh, I, I still need to do that Littlest Hobo podcast with uh, Mel. <laughs> um, uh, Vix, what do you want to promote? Anything? Um, I would like to promote the uh, concept of being kind to oh. each other. Absolutely. That is what I'm going to promote because you don't know what somebody else is going through. So be kind. Yeah. And on the, on the following on from the idea of you don't know what someone else is going through, I'm going to promote the movie Cruella because <laughs> it's a delight. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched it with Brad the other day and it was a absolute delight. Was it not Brad? So good. Yeah, so good. Loved it. Oh, Loved it. To be fair, I have been working my way through the less superior superhero movies of recent time. You've got to watch, uh, uh, uh you got to watch David Hasselhoff, um, Nick, Nick, Sh- Nick, Nick Fury uh, movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I have seen that. Um, the last one I watched was, so I've done Ghost Rider, 
which I don't know why I rewatched. You've got that. to do Ghost Rider number um, two. I re I also rewatched it last weekend. I rewatched Green Lantern because it had been quite a long time. And do you know what? Like it gets a lot of shit, but it was a really fun movie. You know what you got to watch next? What? Because it's oh, now God. on. Because it's now on Now TV. No, I, no, no. <laughs> Daredevil. I'm just saying. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that again. Not even for you. <laughs> Like well, my bestest friend, light of my life. I'm, I'm not doing this again. Well, on on this um, podcast, uh, probably in the next month or so, we will be doing a commentary on Daredevil. Not not with Vix, because yeah, uh, I won't I'm be Vix do that. I'm but there will a be a Daredevil off. commentary, which will be a lot of fun. I'm awesome. having a week of that because I'm I no no, no. <laughs> just no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it is now time at the bar. We will be back next uh, week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line, 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sas.com.